Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey guys, this is Charlotte and you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Brendo Steve here. Hey, Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live right here at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Another hell in a cell in the books. And boy, what a show it was. Uh, it was a show. It, it, they definitely held a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view tonight. Seems to be a mix of opinions, if our chat is to be believed. But there were some real head-scratching finishes to some of these matches. I'll be honest. My take, and then I'll let you do whatever you want to do. Uh, I thought there was some really good wrestling. A lot of these finishes left a lot to be desired. Uh, Larson, have at it. I think it was another situation, as you mentioned, where the the performers are out there performing their to their to their best. A lot of good wrestling. You can't quibble about what we saw in the ring from a performance aspect. But especially on the raw side of things, once again, creative hamstringing the performers with shoddy, completely nonsensical finishes. Uh, in the case of Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Um, and uh, where uh, Rhea and Charlotte are outside, Rhea grabs the hood of the announce table and just like basically just kind of flips it up in the air. It hits Charlotte in the head. And for the first time, I can think that 
led to a DQ. Based on the rules WWE has created in their universe, where during the course of a normal non-DQ match, as long as you can beat the 10 count, you can... How many times has Randy Orton belly-to-back suplex someone to the house table during a match? Every fucking match he has, that's how often he does it. Yeah. Never a DQ. Yeah. Never. Here, it's a DQ. In the commentary, it's like, oh, she she was trying to get herself DQ'd. Like, she would look like she was reaching over and like was almost trying to use the table to pull herself up, and that happened accidentally. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't. I can't think of a time when that would be considered a DQ. I understand the concept of trying to make people look strong, but there's a way to do it. There's a way not to do it. And we saw tonight was a way not to do it. You know how you make Rhea look strong? Be Charlotte. Well, they're not going to do that. They want to keep the look. The one, the reason, the reason why I picked Charlotte to win this match was simply because I never in a million years envisioned. Rhea Ripley pinning Charlotte in the middle of the ring. Never thought that was going to happen. Um, this could have gone the other way. It could have been Charlotte flinging that table at Rhea Ripley, and the you exact see, same thing could have happened. Given the story they were laying out in advance where it was Rhea continually pushing Charlotte's button so Charlotte would would fly off the handle. Yeah. You know, she was, like, going crazy because Rhea would have kept needling her and needling her and needling her. And then for this match, they decided to flip that. Mm-hmm. It was Charlotte, the one that was needling Rhea, needling Rhea, needling Rhea. Yeah. It was like, okay, she can be able to overcome that, stay focused, and get the W to get her win back after losing at WrestleMania to Charlotte last year. And the answer to that was no. <laughs> yeah, getting the win back from WrestleMania, look, I think that'd be great. I never thought it was going to happen at Hell in a Cell. I, I, I didn't think... I honestly just figured this would have been like Charlotte straight up winning because like she's because they're resetting stuff, you know, the good shit's about to come. Um, and I was like, OK, gotta well, stop saying that. Well, uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, well uh, because, you know, they're resetting stuff. Charlotte's going to have the title again. And that didn't happen, obviously. But uh, but no, I think they I think they, it's 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 funny because so many people have pointed this out. Um, the writing between the two brands is really evident. Even I didn't even like how Rollins Cesaro's match finished, but I can appreciate what they did. From I can story appreciate standpoint, it. Makes sense. From the story standpoint, it makes a ton of sense. I felt like, sense. I felt like, and we'll talk about that when we get there, but I felt like that was a SmackDown TV finish to a pay-per-view match. And that was my main problem with it. Um, the Bianca Sasha uh, uh, Bianca Bailey match was terrific with a yeah. killer finish. That was yeah, my match was of the night easily. Yeah. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley could have been a contender for match of the night, but my God, a roll up finish inside Hell in a Cell. I'd rather the finish that we saw where Brock Lesnar shows up, rips the cell door off and gives us a no finish or a no contest or whatever when he lays out Roman and Braun because, like, oh, it's violence. You know, they can't finish this match because it's violence. Then a roll-up in hell after 25 minutes of sheer brutality because that was well, a hell of a match. Another, there's, there's several issues with that. that. The finish to the main event was, in a lot of ways, in terms of the story being told, too similar to the finish of Seth Rollins and Cesaro. Yeah, it was, yeah. 
you know, there's a lot of similarities there. And I think, I think at the end, they're like, how can we maximize the heel heat on Lashley for beating Drew? Mm -hmm. You know, interference from MVP just isn't enough. You know, it's a situation where, where MVP interferes leads to Drew being rolled up mm -hmm. and people are going to be like, oh, wow. Lashley snuck away with a win here that he might not deserve heat on him. But like shit doesn't work that way anymore. When we see these finishes, they're like, why did you do that? It's not, oh, heel heat on Bobby Lashley. No, heel heat on whoever booked that garbage mm, yeah. and decided that was the finish of the match. Mm -hmm. And that's not the right kind of heat. We're not directing heat at Bob Lashley mm -hmm. for sneaking out a win and thus, you know, uh, costing Drew any uh, subsequent shots at the title. It's like, why would you finish this match, a blow-off match, yeah. that's going to seal Drew's fate, potentially, in terms of going after that title for probably a, matter, you know, a few months here. Yeah, this because this is it. With that's a, a stipulation. Yeah, you're done. You're done. Yeah. With a roll-up. You can still have MVP interfere like he did at WrestleMania in more direct fashion like we saw tonight. But give Lashley the more definitive win. Yeah. You know, even that, even that bit of storytelling. And... Uh, I'm not going to give anybody the benefit of the doubt on the Raw side of things because we see what kind of programming Raw gives us. But, you know, you had the beat at WrestleMania, and I think maybe what they're going for is you had the beat at WrestleMania where MVP distracts Drew, and that leads to him being in the Hurt Lock. Well, in this case, MVP does more than distract Drew, but Drew is still not ready for this. He's still not paying attention to the guy who screwed him over at WrestleMania, MVP. And then maybe the thought is... Well, he'd be prepared for a hurt lock because he's been screwed by MVP before and he expects the hurt lock, but instead he gets rolled up. That's the only line of logic I can think in the booking of this match. But here's the thing. When when Drew gets rolled up, his back is to Lashley. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Completely. You know, like his back yeah. is completely because if if because Drew was kind of bent over trying to get his, his hands on MVP. Mm -hmm. So if Lashley would have come behind and bang hurt lock, there's not much Drew could do about it. Yeah, I know, I know, I agree. You know? I agree. It wasn't like it wasn't like in the situation where Drew was really cognizant of where he was and everything yeah, or where on. Lashley yeah. was, you know, in relation to himself or what he could potentially do. He yeah. was just completely focused on MVP rather than on Lashley. Mm -hmm. This is another thing in WWE where if you're a face and you're distracted by something, bang, you got tunnel vision on whatever that thing is that's distracting you. Which you're is you're like completely unaware to whatever else is going on. Yeah, and it's such an overdone, you know, uh, trope. Yeah, trope that just it's 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 rammed in the ground too much. Um, but uh, but yeah, and then we had, uh, yeah. So I don't know. Let's just dive into it. Uh, Maggie brings up a good point. She says silver lining. This is the last pay per view. This is actually a, a really good point. This is the last pay per view in the Thunderdome. Yeah. Um, you know, so this is they how they hopefully they got rid of all their bad ideas here and here <laughs> on out. Well, there's good shit to come. Uh, and she says, so fans will be able to express their opinions in person. Now, how do you think fans would have reacted to the finish of this match? I don't think they would have booted out of the building. Oh, to hell in a cell to, to, to this pay-per-view tonight, like they did in 2019 with Seth versus the fiend. Yeah. I don't think it would have been as, 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 as harsh, but mm -hmm. I don't think it would have been looked upon kindly. Mm -hmm, I yeah. think both. I think the last two matches. I think Rhea and Charlotte, and in the main event, I think both of them would have been booed pretty strongly. I think, yeah, the the no finishes, people, the the no contest, the the fiend, the the Brock Braun stuff, Roman stuff. They would have they they booed that. They were like, man, we th that crowd felt like they got screwed out of their money. Mm -hmm. I think this just would have been like, oh man, that sucks. 
But who knows? I don't even know if fans would be into Drew McIntyre anymore. I mean, they, they might have been completely turned on Bobby Lashley now. Maybe I'm wrong about that. I could be totally yeah, wrong because I'm thinking myself. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, before we dive into the uh, nuts and bolts of the review, I want to give a quick shout-out to a couple of new patrons here. Cameron Cherry, Monochromatic Vice, Justin and Jerry Watts uh, are new patrons. Get all sorts of bonus content there on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson, also at the $20 tier, you can get the Stephen Larson Going In Raw comic book. This is oh. exclusive to the $20 Patreon. Look at that, full color, and uh, and it's got a really crazy adventure with Stephen Larson here. This is good. It's a part of the Friendo Care Package. Yeah. Fresh it's, off uh, the story, story there. Only be told the pages of comic books. It smells, costs billions of dollars. Like it has no smell it. whatsoever. Interesting. Major motion picture. It's got to have some smell. It has no smell whatsoever. It's got to have some smell. Bereft of smell, I tell you. Don't believe you. I don't believe you. Uh, I also, uh, I think your olfactory senses are failing you, Steve. Could be. Uh, do us a favor, though. Give this video a thumbs up and uh, hit that subscribe button. Also, if you're listening to us in the audio realm, leave us a rating, review, or comment. goes a long way towards helping us build Going In Raw. Uh, let's hop right into it. Uh, what was <laughs> who won the kickoff show? I didn't. We didn't. I did Natalia not watch the kickoff won. show. I watched the kickoff show. It was pretty short. Natalia won. Sharpshooter Mandy tapped out. It was Mandy Rose versus Natalia. Natalia won. All I did was I watched a, a, a moment of the kickoff on YouTube, and I uh, I, I screen capped some of the comments. And my God, it's just it's just it's like twenty eight thousand people watching, and it's just like the weirdest, most vile comments, you know. <laughs> <laughs> just these these people man anyways uh so i thought the intro was pretty cool it had like a really cool like radio person yeah doing the hell in a cell and there was like some apparently some like aussie voiceover because his song was being used for hell in a mm-hmm. cell which is pretty cool uh the match that kicked us off kicked us off rather was bailey versus bianca belair i thought this was the match of the night and it kicked off the show uh, maybe, I don't know if this main evented, maybe my perception of the show in general would have been a bit different. Sometimes the last taste you have is the best one. And that's what you, uh, that's what you walk away with. But I thought this was, it for sure had the best, uh, it for sure had the best finish because man, this was brutal. So the story of this was kind of Bailey, like trying to reference a lot of the stuff that happened last year with Sasha Banks. She's getting very creative, but it would always backfire on her. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. she introduced chairs pretty early. There's a standoff. She gets one before Bianca can get one. And also the hair comes into play a lot. Uh, uh, Bailey whips on her first attempt to use the chair. Bianca uses her braid against the chair, then rams Bailey into the corner, then drop kicks her into the chair. So everything seems to backfire on Bailey in this match. Bailey uh, takes over using the steel steps, ties Bianca's hair to the ropes. But she trips over the hair. Bianca uses it as a trip trip line, uh, and she runs in the steel steps, tripping over the hair. Bailey gets the upper hand with the kendo stick, hits a sunset flip power bomb into the cell wall. Bailey gets out the quad kendo stick contraption, uh, makes like a bridge like happened last year. But she ended up going through him with a terrific spine buster from Bianca mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. looked great. Bailey works Bianca over with the chair though, ties her hair to the chair. Bailey tries to hit a knee to the chair, but Bianca's able to counter and sort of hits her knee with the hits the chair on Bailey's knee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she takes over, ties her hair to Bailey's hand, sends her into the cell wall. Bailey grabs a ladder, rams it into Bianca's midsection. 
go down this finish because I missed a couple of the bits leading to the, the KOD on so the So yeah, ladder, you talk about the ladder cool. and she hits Bianca in the midsection with it, starts working over Bianca's arm with the ladder. That was Bailey's primary focus was Bianca's arm. Uh, down towards the finish, Bianca hits a glam slam into the corner and then uh, hits a, a senton on Bailey while she's on top of the ladder. Yeah, then she sets right, up right. the ladder so it's laying down flat That's... on one side but opens it up. Yeah. Yeah, like Steve. Do the do the shape Like again. this right here. Yes. And then hits a KOD on top of that to get the win. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. So yeah, I thought it was I thought this was a really, really good match. And you can you could see Bianca getting, you know, improving in the ring. She's already mm-hmm. awesome, but improving, mm-hmm. getting even better, working with mm-hmm. Bailey. Creative. Yep. It's great. It's great stuff. Afterwards, uh, Bianca has an interview backstage. She talks about how, yep, the match was brutal. She kept the title even though Bailey kicked her butt. That's pretty much it. Uh, so we get a quick little bit of uh, MVP and Bob Lashley back in their private lounge. They're partying, and then uh, Lashley gets serious. It's focusing. It's focused. It's focused. 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 Uh, we go to Alexa's playground. Uh, it talks about how it's nice. Everybody join her tonight. Lily is still serving her time out. She was naughty, but not nearly as naughty as Shayna. Shayna brought this on herself, but so don't blame Alexa. But there are lessons to be learned here. Care for what you wish for and expect the unexpected. When you knock on my door, you never know who or what will answer. Mm. So then we get Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. Yeah. Uh, so did we ever get confirmation that Seth Rollins was referencing V 
no. final battle or V. There, there was there was more than the, the final battle. Was there first. was the original miniseries and V the final battle, and then there was like a regular weekly series that might have lasted a season or two. It all I was a bit of, of a V aficionado yeah. in, in the mid eighties, mid late eighties. So, well, I want to know if this attire is truly, you know, the saga of know. the the lizard people come to Earth. That I don't know. Acting as friend first, but are they friend or foe? Foe. They're actually foe. They were Anyways. foe. Yeah, spoiler alert. They were foe. So Rollins uh, attacked Cesaro before the bell here. Didn't really matter much, though, because Cesaro took over pretty early. <laughs> he, fended, he fended Seth off pretty quickly. Pretty easily. Despite the sneak attack. Uh, Rollins takes back over, though. Cesaro takes back over, stuffs Rollins' glove in his mouth, then hits a rainmaker. Uh, Cesaro boots the glove out of the ring, power slams Rollins. Uh, Rollins gets the upper hand. Cesaro hits him with a discus lariat. Cesaro gets that swing in, but that's sort of his win for the night because uh, mm-hmm. after that, he just starts stomping the crap out of Rollins' arm, and then uh, Rollins takes advantage of Cesaro and his uh, blood passion and uh, rolls him up for three. There was at least twice that Cesaro like took the level of violence to a degree that we're not used to from him. It was earlier than towards the end. So like, there's this great sequence where Cesaro puts Seth in a sharpshooter. Seth goes and reaches for the ropes. And so Cesaro grabs his arm, transitions to a cross face. Seth rolls him up. They gets a two. Cesaro right out of the kick out, right back into the sharpshooter. And then Seth does the same thing. He's reaching for the ropes again. Looks like Cesaro is going to go for the cross face again. Instead, he just starts stomping on his arm repeatedly. Yeah. yeah. And he's just getting heated. Um, and then he like takes a pause, just the briefest pause, and then Seth rolls him up for the win. Yeah. Yep. So from I understand it's not a satisfying for pay per view, not a satisfying finish to the match, but from the, the point of view of the story they're being told they were telling i get it i don't mm-hmm. mind this real like when drew beat randy by a backslide at SummerSlam last year this is all off randy beaten edge best wrestler in the world and in a wrestling match he got beat by a backslide mm-hmm. a wrestling move you know we didn't take a claymore it took an old school wrestling move to beat him so satisfying maybe not consistent with the story they're trying to tell him yeah and that's asking a lot these days so you gotta you have to appreciate it when it happens Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we had was there anything between that and Shayna versus uh, Alexa Bliss? Yeah, there was a brief little interview with Shayna. Oh, you might have been making. Oh no, no, that was the the one at Gorilla. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, no, I I saw that. I didn't know there's any like a uh, uh, interviews or anything. So yeah, before Shayna versus Alexa, they interviewed Shayna. Um, uh, interviewer brings up Lily. She says, "Don't mention Lily again." I don't, is Lily going to come back or no? I thought there was rumblings that did. Yeah, Alexa probably. Tease. I thought I heard she something. going to come back. I thought I heard uh, She said, Alexa has fun playing with dolls. I have fun hurting people. Naya interjects and says, you know, there's nothing wrong with having a little luck. And Reggie tries to do the gentleman's kiss to Shayna's hand. Shayna just slaps it away. Um, and, uh, I mean, this was a decent enough match. I just want Alexa to be done. I, I appreciate at least... That the hypnosis stuff was merely a distraction and not a focal point didn't lead directly to the match because, you know, Alexa's laughing off a lot of Shayna's offense here. Virtually all of it. She does the elbow stomp thing, but Alexa's in her trance state, so, like, none of it really matters. Um, She tries at one point as, like, they're standing and Alexa has, like, her arms wrapped up. And Alexa tries to hypnotize Shayna, and Shayna's able mm-hmm. to sort of, you know, fend it off and then backs up and says, No, you're not going to yeah. do that to me. Well, then she finds an easier mark, evidently, and that's Nia Jax. Yeah. So, like, uh, Shayna breaks free of that, but then she eats a Luthes, Luthes press. Uh, Alexa 
hypnotizes Nia Jax at that point. She does the hand thing and the the, the hand I, movement. It's, it's kind of cheesy, is what it was. I thought from a performance aspect, it was pretty well executed. I'm okay with this stuff as long as it doesn't dictate the finish of the match, and this didn't. Um, and I do think that there's a more clever way they can use this stuff. Although if they try this in front of fans, they're going to shit all over it. Um, but I like the idea. I think it's a clever idea. Uh, so anyways, Alexa hypnotizes Nia Jax. Reggie comes over and tries to sort of, you know, find out what's going on. Nia just slaps the shit out of Reggie. And right when she does that, Alexa lets out what this like demonic scream and Nia mirrors that. It's kind of a cool moment. Yeah. Um, so then Shayna tries to take Alexa's back. Um, and that's when, when, when she goes for the clutch, that's when the hypnosis like ceases. And Nia right. is like, oh my gosh, what have I done? So yeah. And then Bliss escapes, hit, punches Shayna in the throat. Oh, yeah. Hits uh, kind of like a Sister Abigail DDT twisted Bliss to get the win. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I'm glad again that this wasn't like, oh, she has Nia Jax attack Shayna yeah, Baszler or some goofy shit like that. This was... Wrestling moves won the match. I don't necessarily agree that Shayna Baszler should be eating a loss like this, but Alexa's powered up like the fiend, so I guess it's fine. I guess it's. I guess it won't make sense. It it is what it is. I mean, we asked for story logic. That's kind of as close as we're gonna get. I think so. Uh, After that, we had Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So uh, Kevin Owens is just like coughing all over the place. Oh, early this match because he got the nail. Still has the effects of the nail. From Friday, which is, again, internal inconsistency over on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You get stabbed in the throat twice. Oh, that hurt. Careful, you know, dude. You and I'm like, probably be coughing. Why are you still doing <laughs> So Sammy, like early on, uh, kicks Kevin Owens when he's coming in the ring. Owens then turns tables and just, is just wrecking Sammy for a while. Corner clothesline, cannonball. And then Sammy starts targeting Kevin Owens' throat. Targeted. Kind of yanks his throat over the, the second rope, hits a tope. And after that, Kevin Owens is selling shoulder. Actually, got me worried about him. He's such a doing such a damn good job selling shoulder, he's like a terrific, dislocated shoulder. Terrific. He's wrestler. a ter- terrific wrestler. So Sammy is is targeting shoulder for a while. Owens makes comebacks from ground and pound. Sends Sammy out of the ring. Hits clothesline. Goes for a swanton off the apron. Sammy gets his knees up. Back of the ring, blue thunder bomb gets a two. So uh, uh, Owens goes for a stunner. Sammy counters that with a half-and-half suplex. That gets him a two. Owens rolls out to the floor. Sammy follows. Owens hits him with a stunner. Sammy just barely beats that 10 count. Barely. So Owens hits a bunch of stomps. Sammy rolls the apron. He drapes Owens' arm and throat over the top rope. So So Owens is kind of stumbling towards the ropes opposite hard camp mm-hmm. and and sammy runs behind him knees him in the back of the head so his his throat bounces off the bottom rope uh, kevin owens gets up in the corner eats a haluva kick sammy gets the w yep and owens is afterwards he's like you know they, they're doing a really good job you know hey he got beat this is kind of a big deal you know he's telling the the, the trainers there hey you know this hurts it hurts I don't like it. Yeah. All right. I think he was pointing his shoulder. His shoulders busted up. Um, yeah. Good stuff. I like that match. I like that match a lot. You can put these guys in a ring for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes. I prefer 30 minutes. Honestly, yes. But I'll take it. With this. any kind of story. But here's the thing with any kind of story. Any kind of story. Doesn't matter. They'll do a good job telling Doesn't you. Matter. Comedy match. You can put, they literally put Logan Paul in that match last to WrestleMania. And it was like, it was good. still a it great match. Even though it barely got any time, it was still really good. Still a great match. 
After that, we had uh, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, so the finish of this match left a lot to be desired. But I like this because it started with uh, Charlotte sort of uh, doing the sucker punch attack to Rhea. She throws the title at She grabs the title from the ref as the ref is holding it up, throws it at Rhea like sucker punches her, and then says, that's lesson number one. So uh, 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 th- that's sort of she the like thing. Boots, She's, she like boots Rhea from the ring. That's lesson two. Lesson She's number like, two. Uh, Rhea comes back, though, hits a rainmaker, headbutt, super kick, missile drop kick, gets two. Charlotte hits natural selection kind of out of nowhere, tries for a cheap pin, but Rhea kicks out of it. Uh, Charlotte hits that uh, moonsault and then the recovery moonsault for two. Charlotte keeps on working Rhea's leg. That's sort of the story coming out of that. Rhea hits a superplex for two. We get some big chops from Charlotte, but then she hits, ends up eating one of those turnbuckle pads. Uh, then a riptide, but it's right near the ropes. Charlotte gets to the ropes. She gets that hand on the ropes or leg on the ropes, whatever it is. Uh, so they right, end up foot, on the outside. Foot. Yeah, foot. Uh, Charlotte uh, eats. I'm sorry. Charlotte rams. Uh, no, she ends up running into Rhea's knees against the steps. So she sort of sandwiches them against those steps really hard. Rhea sells it like crazy. Back on the inside, she hits a spear, figure four. They end up rolling to the outside. And then Rhea sort of stumbles to the table and chucks. She sort of like just flips the table. Uh, the hood. The, the hood, hood of, the table. Of, the, of the announce the table. plywood hood of the table, yes. Which just comes off like, like nothing. And it hits Charlotte. And the ref immediately DQs. Charlotte gets the DQ win. And boy, you lost your shit there. Because it was a terrible finish. If you want to get, if you want the DQ finish, you want Rhea to lose her cool and and get DQ'd intentionally, then do that. Her kind of like, uh, flipping the, the hood of the table ain't it. I like you know? I like when Larson loses his cool because it means more eyeballs on going in raw. I guess so because it was just a, a a ridiculous, ridiculous, ridiculous finish. And of course, of course, it led to squeaking out another win, another tie with the enforcer, another tie another with the tie. enforcer, another tie with the enforcer. I think that's four of the last five pay per views. There's really? been a tie in some. Oh my god! There's been a lot of ties. You know, the, you know why the whole reason we started doing confidence points mm, because we're tired of ties. I know, but it kind of shows that we do. Well, look, here's the thing: we got a clean slate, not a clean slate, but we're we're doing new stuff after SummerSlam. You know, we're adding the Enforcer somehow to like the entire title sh- scene. Yeah, Mothman might be added via uh, friendos. Um, so. Lot fewer opportunities for ties, so you know. I don't know. I don't want to tell you. I don't, I don't tell know you. either. I don't know. So, anyways, after that ridiculous, stupid DQ, there's some more brawling. Rhea hits a riptide. Whatever it was, the finish was bullshit. You know. So, I guess Rhea got her heat back, uh, hitting that riptide. We're gonna see this again at Money in the Bank. Charlotte will probably win there. Maggie asked Steve, "Can you give me some lottery numbers?" She says, I'll share the earnings via the Patreon. Absolutely, because I've been killing it lately with all these ties. <laughs> or you can ask Enforcer because we've been tying a lot. Yeah, there's been a lot of ties. A lot, a of, lot ties. of ties. But champion's advantage, man. If you want to be the man, you can't just tie the man, Larson. You got to beat the man. 
Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You know, I had an idea oh, of whoever, no. like in Uh-oh. the event of a tie, whoever got whoever picked most number of matches correctly. But here's the problem. On a six-match card, guess what? We all picked five matches correctly. <laughs> yeah, dude. You know what, man? I I am a I am I have no problem, no problem. Because I'm look, I'm probably gonna lose this thing in Money in the Bank. I'd prefer to lose it in a big way at SummerSlam, but at this point, I just kind of want to lose it because like you're losing your. Sh- I feel like Impact. You got screwed so properly, so bad. That was horrible. And then tonight, because you are so full of like, oh. I feel pretty good. Feel pretty good. I, about I thought this. I thought there's a pretty good chance, given the story we had seen play on television, that Charlotte was going to get herself DQ. You know, so close. They could have. I mean, it was honestly a coin flip in this case. Like yeah. they could have gone with that. I know that would have made sense with the story they were telling on Raw. It made you all know, sense. Yeah, here's the thing, though, dude. You know, here's the thing. Charlotte, I suspect, knows how to politic backstage. She's like, well, Hardly if anybody's going to eat the laws, shouldn't it be Rhea? You know, why would it be me? Everybody's I, I going to lose their like, cool. I, I ate the loss to, to Nikki Cross a couple times. Well, they're like, well, you got counted out once, and then you, 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 did, you, you, you took longer than two minutes. You didn't get pinned. You didn't get submitted. Ooh. I don't lose here. <laughs> <laughs> Instead, we all lost having to watch through that finish. Her name should be Charlotte, Charlotte Fair. Because she doesn't lose. She don't take the L's, man. She don't take L's, don't yes. Do All right, let's talk it's about like this main Neil event. Dashwood. Never bet against Neil Dashwood. I guess not. Let's talk about this main event. Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. Another really well-wrestled, physical match that was a decent finish short from being a quality bout. Mm-hmm. We went mm-hmm. over the finish kind of a lot uh, earlier in the show. Um, we had we had a, a, the, the requisite ref bump. That led to the opening of the cage. It was a really violent ref bump, too. It was, which led to MVP getting in there. Uh, MVP got involved earlier, handing uh, Lashley his cane to take to Drew. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, there's a lot of really physical spots. Early on, Drew hits an air raid crash on the ring steps after, like, throwing the ring steps around all over the place. Um, the, the, the cane bit, that was good after, because Drew early on was wrecking, wrecking Lashley. Yeah. Wreck it. Yeah. And then after the 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 cane spot, it didn't take Drew long to to resume the or reestablish the advantage advantage. Sorry, hits a reverse Alabama slam onto a chair. Mm-hmm. That gets but two. That air raid crash onto the steel steps earlier was gnarly. That was Looks good like stuff. Yeah. So he hits Lashley with a chair. Goes to another chair shot off the top. Lashley evades that. It's looking for a hurt lock. Drew escapes. Hits the spine buster. Two count. Power bomb after that. Uh, and so uh, they're down on the floor, and Drew tries to hit Lashley in the head with the ring steps. Well, Lashley blocked that, and then he started. So he started ramming the ring steps 
into Drew's head against the cage repeatedly. It looked great. Yeah, it looked really cool. I mean, yeah, you could great. see that there's it's like, you know, there's a massive the gap. That but still, no it contact looked cool, whatsoever. yeah. But the idea they, these guys was, were killing cool. themselves in there, dude. They were, they were beating themselves. the heck out of each other. Exactly, exactly. So uh, at that point, MVP takes a kendo stick and pins Drew against the cage. And then Lashley just starts hitting a bunch of shots, body shots, shots across Drew's chin. Lashley takes a moment to, to get his breath. Drew breaks through the kendo stick. Lashley drops him with a flat liner. Then Lashley in the ring sets up a chair, hits Drew with a flat, flat liner on that. Then again, some kendo stick shots. Drew catches one, uh, takes a, a, a chair to Lashley, and that's when the ref bump happens. So Bobby pushes Drew into the ref while Drew has the chair up. So the ref hits the chair. Uh, Drew then pushes Lashley into a chair that he had set up in the corner earlier in the match. Hits a future shock, covers, but there's no ref. So Drew tells the ref who's manning the door, get in the ring. While that's happening, Lashley puts on the hurt lock. Drew escapes that, hits belly to belly, some more chair shots. Claymore again covers. Ref makes his way in. However, the door is open, allowing MVP to get in the cage. He pulls the ref out of the ring <laughs> during the cover. Uh, Drew is very upset. Uh, he goes after MVP, hits him with the Claymore. Uh, MVP rolls out of the ring to the floor. Drew follows. It looks like he's trying to take his uh, Hurt Business chain <laughs> off of him. Yeah. Lashley comes up behind him. Hurt locks. It's just like similar situation he was in earlier, I guess, or later in the match. Hurt lock. Uh, Drew tries to use the wall of the cage to break it. Can't. Instead, he rams himself and Lashley backwards through a table that had been set up in the, in the, in the corner of the cage earlier. Back of the ring, Drew clobbers Lashley with a bunch of chair shots, goes for Claymore. Lashley either ducks or collapses to avoid it. Uh, Lashley clotheslines Drew into the ring post. The choke slams Drew off the apron through a table. Lashley's going for a spear. Drew avoids that, looks for a backslide. Uh, Bobby kicks out. Drew hits a headbutt, future shock. He's setting up for a Claymore, and that's what MVP grabs his ankle. And Lashley comes to enough to roll up Drew to get the W. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been so cool if, I mean, I don't know. I probably would have appreciated a lot more if Drew, like, you know, kicks his leg free and then eats a spear or two, you know? Like something know. violent, something to justify, validate the violence of this match. Because, man, I know the, good the, stuff. The roll-up really undercuts the, the lengths these two guys went to put on a really hard-hitting physical match. Yeah. It just ends in a roll-up. I watched uh, uh, Shuri versus uh, Hayashishida in stardom. And that match was just, it was violence until you got a time limit draw. And then they get on the mics and they say, hey, I don't want this to stop. So that, I don't want to spoil it for people, but it's just violence, infinite violence. And they're brutal. Killer match. This is the one that Meltzer gave like five and a half stars to. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, it's great. And I'm like, that's sort of, you know. That's how I, w I wouldn't mind to see this end, you know, just pure violence until they can't do violence anymore. Instead, mm -hmm. get a roll up. I know. You know. I know. I don't know. And it's 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 the uh, it's the blow off. You know, it's I like know. Drew. I mean, I, I like you said, I understand. Well, in a way, it keeps. Drew why was by the way, why was Drew trying to get MVP's necklace? That was such a Debo thing. Like, oh, while I'm down here, I'm going to steal this guy's jewelry. Oh, the encrusted diamonds. 
I'm going to take, oh, I like rocks. I get the flying rocks for my entrance. And I got these rocks too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It's like, just, yeah. Violence, no roll ups. <laughs> oh, he stuffed it in his mouth. Is that what he did? Oh, you did Mayday says he stuffed. <laughs> It'd been okay. way cooler if he took it. <laughs> <laughs> the camera was was behind Drew, which yeah. he was leaning over uh, MVP. It was hard to tell exactly what he was doing on yeah, my, okay. my little screen here. Yeah, man, good stuff. Anyways, uh, so yeah, there's our review. Uh, we got a couple questions here in our Twitch chat. Sure. Uh, White Brownie says, "Should NXT be included in Money in the Bank matches like they are with the Rumble matches?" That'd be fun. Yeah, sure. Make a deal of it in NXT. Have like, uh, you know, qualifying matches, like a little mini tournament. You know, big four. Put NXT matches in them. Why not? I agree. I agree. Be great. Uh, Mr. Dark with sub here says, why was Roman versus Ray really moved to SmackDown? We don't know for sure. I would suspect it has to do with ratings and such. You know, man, they really should have just put Drew versus Bobby on Raw with that finish and Roman versus Ray on the pay-per-view with that finish. Because that was that was a good match. Mm-hmm. That was a good match. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Dr. Lipkin says, speaking of the man, Becky wins money in the bank and cashes in on a newly champion Charlotte. Could be. Could be. It's possible, I suppose. It's possible. I think we're going to get some fun. I think the good shit's coming up. We're going to get some fun stuff. I think we're going to get some short-term stuff they think is going to solve problems. But after that short-term stuff has happened, we're going to go back to the same old stuff. Well, you know, wrestling is a series of moments. All you have to worry about are the the short-term things. Popping ratings. If you don't don't tell the stories that make those moments really meaningful, they're kind of forgettable in the end. What you want, uh, Mikhail? Okay, <laughs> more red card jokes. All right, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Appreciate it. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll talk to you guys for a bit. We'll talk at you for a bit. Thanks for watching. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, 
You can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.